Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Todd Duncan Coaching and Coaching Live. I am Pope Foreman. I am the divisional president of, High, of Todd Duncan Coaching. I'll make that switch. Um, I have with me today, I'm super excited for this interview. We have with us today, Cindy Tomsack, who is one of our certified coaches. So hello, Cindy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Hope. Good morning. And we have one of our coaching members with us, Holly Ingle. Good morning, Holly. Good morning, Holly. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. We're doing great. Super excited for this interview. Um, Cindy's has told me so many amazing things about you. And, you know, I did want to just kind of take a moment and kind of talk a little bit about Holly. So, Cindy, if you would, as her coach, would you tell us a little bit about Holly? Oh, it'd be an honor. Uh, You know, Holly is with Huntington Bank Mm -hmm. and she out of uh, Michigan, Lake Michigan area. Uh, She came, uh, this is her second year of coaching. She's been in the industry for five years. Um, I think it's important to recognize that when I look at her numbers, you know, prior to her coming to coaching, Uh you know, in 17, in those five years, just in 17, she did 15 million. In 2018, she did 17 million. And in 19, she did 21 million. She attended High Trust Sales Academy wonderfully through her company of uh, uh, Huntington Bank and joined coaching. And then 2020, wow, what a year. Uh, (laughs) She absolutely uh, doubled her volume in 2020. Uh, And everyone might say, yeah, well, she had all these refis. Yes, she did. But I look so forward to sharing additionally what she did with that time. Yes. Uh, She closed 217 units. Her goal was only 35 million. And she ended up closing 44 million in 2020. Mm -hmm. Uh, She she had uh, this year, 2021, she has a goal of 60 million and 240 units. And Right now, she's at 20 plus million uh, in production year to date. Mm-hmm. So it's just an honor. She's been recognized, you know, even before she came to coaching, she was recognized as a rising star recipient uh, at the MMLA, Michigan Mortgage Lenders Association, as wow. well as Huntington. Yeah, Huntington recognized her for Directors Club in 2019. And then again, was chosen as a rising star in 2020 from the association. So um, it, it's an honor to coach her. And I look so forward to her sharing things with you and then adding to as her coach what what she's been able to accomplish. Well, thank you, Cindy. You You're know, welcome. so much so much goes into um, how much we invest ourselves in our coaches, in our, in our coaching members. And golly, Cindy, you are phenomenal at that. Nobody cares more about our coaching members and their success than 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 you do. So I thank you so much for that. You know, and I just wanted to make one other comment, and that is that your first year, Holly, in coaching was sponsored by Huntington Bank. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. That's phenomenal. I mean, you know, so many of our, you know, mortgage organizations are always looking for a way to help their, help their, help their people, you know, 
succeed. And Huntington Bank has done a phenomenal job and just went all in for their people and said, we'll pick up the tab. And and Holly, I have to say for you, you truly leveraged that opportunity. Did. <laughs> I did. Yes. It was, I mean, honestly, it was, I was nervous. It's something new, but it, Todd says it's the, you're your most appreciable asset. So if you can take yourself and, and invest in yourself, and luckily Huntington invested in us as top producers, and, you know, we've gone to the Academy. So to come off of the Academy and then jump right into coaching with Cindy was truly just an amazing gift. And honestly, I wish I'd done it sooner, but <laughs> something that, you know, if you haven't done it, it's, it's something beyond rewardable, not only as an individual, but in your professional industry too, and how you can leverage your steps as a career in developing yourself as a, in my opinion, as a law. Yeah. And as a leader in your community, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, Holly, before we jump in, you know, first of all, congratulations on your success. You know, I mean, we all know being in the industry and walking your walk, you know, what it takes every single day to, to, you know, keep running at your goals, to exceed your own goals, to raise your bar. So what is, what is the most important message that you want to be sharing with everyone today? I had to say it would be confidence and consistency is key. So, Uh you know, build it, building a high trust relationship with your, your team, with your, your processors, your assistant, your centers of influence, whether that be realtor um, title contacts, whoever is in your circle or circles you're looking to advance, you, you have to be confident in yourself and also be consistent. You can't just show up and, and do it for one person, but not the other. So just really getting, you know, Todd talks about the law of the iceberg and having a, a strong foundation. So that's something that Cindy helped me immensely just kind of breaking down, you know, where do we want to be? Where do we want to go? And how does that look as far as a plan of action goes? Um, so just starting with a really strong foundation and then holding that you can't, you know, sometimes you have to take a step back and reevaluate. And we do that often. I'm, I'm a very analytical numeric person. So knowing your numbers and where you want to go. Um, but being consistent is, I would say, my biggest message to anybody watching today. Yes, I think, Cindy, isn't that one of our one of the principles? Confidence. Confidence, five principles, of, yes. uh, yeah. five principles, yes, yes. yes. So I mean, it works, huh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so Holly, um, you this is your second year in coaching, so um, and this time it's on your tab, yes, and uh, half um, and half, yeah. Yeah, half and half. And yeah, that's right. Huntington is still supporting you for for a portion of it, which is spectacular. So tell us, in your first year, what was your biggest shift or your biggest aha moment in your first year of coaching? Probably all the things that I thought I was doing right, but may not have necessarily been right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. Being 100% honest, I mean, the biggest aha moment was probably mid-year when Cindy, you know, we were in a, pan, a global pandemic, we were taking refinances, um, you know, volume was catastrophic, rates were being repriced a couple times a day. It was a lot of long, gruesome hours, but really taking a step back to slow down the speed up. So what I mean by that is learning it's okay to take a back, reevaluate where you're at, and regroup um, so that you're providing that top level customer service to your clients and realtors and in growing those relationships. So it's not, you know, the Lakeshore Lender for Life, I'm not here just to close a transaction. I want to build a relationship. So um, really kind of approaching it as that respect of how can I really understand who I'm working with and, and grow 
not just transaction, but going forward, you know, maybe it's them, maybe it's their, their parents or their kids, or they're looking to upgrade or downgrade from their house. So, you know, every file and every family is different. Um, so really kind of interviewing the clients in depth, taking that and, and understanding where they're at and how to help them. Yeah. You know, Holly, I heard you say taking a step back and I know that that had to be a part of your coaching. And and I would imagine and you tell me, Cindy and Holly, if this is correct, but I would imagine that you know you were kind of hovering around, you know, bo- that below 20, 20 million mark for a couple, mm-hmm. two or three years and then you catapulted. So I would imagine that that reset, that taking a step back and kind of repositioning your business and maybe even your mindset had a lot to do with that. It did. Cindy actually taught me a lot of it's okay to love yourself and to, and to, to have, I call it self-care. So not only, you know, we can get so involved in this industry where we, we forget about our family, our relationship mm-hmm. personally. Yes. And, you know, it's okay to take a half an hour and go for a run and put my phone do not disturb. It's not that I'm not there for my clients or my, my connections, but um, you know, just really taking care of yourself because if you can't take care of yourself and your core values, what does it say about where you're going in life? And mm-hmm. and so really just having a, a good overall um, you know, foundation personally and professionally. And when yeah. you synchronize those two, it's amazing how how happy you are. The clients understand, you know, it, it just evolves into a whole different level of yeah. excitement and happiness it, and improvement. Yes. Yeah, I love that, you know, and it and it's so very, very true. You know, you do have all different, a different a level of energy when you come in and you take it 30 minutes to go do a run or work out or meditate or, or all of the above, right? That you're coming, you're coming into that game a thousand more, you know, alive and with much more energy than you would if you hadn't. Absolutely. You know, and I think too, for, for Holly, that, that aha, absolutely, you know, just, Holly came to coaching to make a difference in her business. She, mm-hmm. she came to coaching. You know, we see a lot of people come out of high trust sales Academy. They're like, Oh my gosh, I want to do it all. And she came with that exact same enthusiasm that high trust sales Academy gives to people. Mm-hmm. But the difference in Holly is that she, her, her, she did it. She stayed the course, no matter doubling her volume, no matter, you know, assistant, no assistant, no matter what was happening, economically shut down her community, no matter what was happening, she was so committed to, to the coaching and to showing up to be coached and not just to show up to be coached, but she also did what she said she was going to be. She was self going to do. She was self accountable to herself. Mm-hmm. And it just, um, I loved her comment, what she said. I thought I was doing everything right. I do not share with her that she did anything wrong. But what <laughs> we did was that we just shined a light, right? The, the law of the broom. In yes. order to move up, you got to clean up. And nothing was wrong with what Holly was doing. But we really looked at a lot of things to, you know, her efficiency, her timing, right? Timing of how much time did she was she spending with a client, giving them good quality, but yet how could she cut that time to save five minutes on every conversation, which could open up more doors to her to talk to more people. So 
I think an aha for her also as a coach's perspective is that she she came she she came to the table to make a difference and she delivered no matter what the economic times were happening around her or what was going on in the market she she did it and that right there is a huge aha to be able to do it all yeah and i would imagine cindy that it probably got tough at some times it probably was you know the road probably there were some obstacles and there were challenges that with that intention you know, there was challenges and obstacles you had to overcome. Well, I think a, a lot of it was also the, as a coach, you know, and we all, all, all of us coaches talked about this on our coaching calls is how far do we push? We got mm-hmm. people doubling their volume. We've got, they, they are working, tw- I mean, seriously, tons of hours a day. Sure. And yet she came to the table with a strategy of what she wanted to achieve. That's my job as a coach to help her stay the course and to push with empathy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and with tying it back to what she wanted to achieve. And so that Mm -hmm. really was the challenge of helping her uh, stay the course with what she wanted to achieve in an all time in a pandemic work from home. Everything shut down. Unbelievable volume. uh, and living life, just living right. life. So exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I love that. And so, um, Holly, I want to talk a little bit about. I know that your market area is Upper Michigan. Yes. Correct. However, uh, I'm sorry. Yes, we're. I'm on Lake Michigan, a small coastal town. Oh, oh Lake Michigan. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and but you relocated to the Bahamas. And you were conducting business from the Bahamas. Talk to me about that. That's unbelievable. Uh, it doesn't go without um, fear or you know animosity before you went how things were going to go. Um, in years past, so long story short, my family has a house down there. They've gone down there for years. Um, so if you rewind six to seven years ago when I started going down there with them for you know in, in our coastal town that we live in, we're very busy. Um, you know, it's it's seven days a week working from April through October, and then we normally try to take time as a family and go enjoy just quality time together. So um, mm-hmm. December and January is normally when we'd go down there for three to four weeks. Well, back prior in September of 2019, our house had had a catastrophic hit from Hurricane Dorian. So it was pretty much demolished mm-hmm. from ground up. Um, so when we went in, you know, thinking about six to seven years ago, there used to never be cell service down there. So it was completely, you know, you unplugged hundred percent. It's a small owl island called Green Turtle Cay off of Marsh Harbor. And it's okay. honestly only like five miles long. And there's not, there's one little baby grocery store and one liquor store and one, you know, turtle club. There, there's really not a lot there. It's just more quality okay. family and friends, but okay. long short packing up and going down there knowing that we had to rebuild the house and how it was going to turn out. Um, it went great. I mean, it was, I, I packed a monitor, I packed up everything I knew I would need. We set up shop down there and the guys worked on rebuilding the house. And, um, you know, it was just being disciplined, determined and on track plan helped with where I wanted to go. So I took a couple of weeks and I unplugged like normal, but then Back in January, I got back at it. You know, Cindy and I put together, okay, where do we want to be in 2021? And what does that look like? So, 
you know, it would be easy to just kind of unplug and go to the beach with the dogs and, and not want to work. But I love what I do. I have a passion for it. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm hyper competitive. I, I have goals and I like to crush them. And so it's not that, you know, while you're down there, it is beautiful. Um, it was gorgeous. It was also a lot of work as far as business planning goes. And I think coming into COVID last year and having the global pandemic, forcing everybody to complete remoteness, utilizing your innovation and technology provided. And Huntington did a great job with that, providing us with a lot of video contacts with teams and, um, you know, really leveraging that along with Zoom. It was just a shift in business versus slowing me down. So it didn't really impact my business per se. I actually closed 58 units. Almost 12 million while I was down there for the three months. Yeah, that's phenomenal. So it wasn't, it was a big shift. I mean, oh my goodness. I mean, your world got full 360 upside down. And, you know, but, you know, the one consistent message that I've been hearing so far in this conversation is words like drive, determination, Mm -hmm. um, you know, intention, you know, it's like everything that you came to the total. So nothing, nothing, everything else kind of filtered through that drive, I would imagine. Yes. Yep. And Cindy and I had checkpoints just like normal. We kept our coaching calls up. So she would talk and say, Hey, how are things going? Um, and you know, realistically with clients and in context too, you just reset expectations. So knowing that it's okay if you're remote, um, you know, in not saying that you don't have any option, but instead of saying, Hey, let's meet in person, let's do a zoom call. So just kind of leveraging the, the different technology advancements that we have and and how you can still produce business realistically from anywhere in the world mm-hmm. if you're willing to put forth the work. Yeah. Right. You know, and I'd like to add to that yes. is a word, you know, I love the words you you pulled out of what she said, but I, I think another word is self-care. You know, mm-hmm. Holly came to coaching and one of the things that she shared on the kickoff call when we first got started was that, you know, I only work 11 months out of the year. So in her years past, she came into this industry, you know, at, you know, only working 11 months out of the year mm-hmm. and, you know, we, and then, you know, so that, that was important to her to continue. And that is what we strive for here at, at Todd Duncan coaching is that, you know, we want you to make more money and work less. Right. So mm-hmm. what I love about Holly is she came to the table with that. And so I think it's important for our viewers to know that, you know, that can be done. Mm-hmm. It, it can and must be done to mm-hmm. be able to survive this industry. Mm-hmm. So just kudos to you, Holly. Don't ever forget that. No matter yeah. as your life continues to get busier and busier and <laughs> things are added, self-care is the way to, you know, handle the stress in this business. So, so mm-hmm. kudos to mm-hmm. you on that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and whatever, in whatever, you know, form that that takes, it's, yeah. it is very, very important, Cindy. And, and it, and it has to be also a priority, right? Yeah, in this, in the same, you know, in the same arena of production and client customer service and referral partner relationships. And in that same arena has to be that self-care because without that, you know, you're without that, you're, you're not going to be a hundred percent in any arena. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. All right, so let's move on a little bit. Um, so I, I just want to talk a little bit about um, the the move to Bahamas, the re uh, reconnecting with your referral partner relationships. Mm-hmm. And so, what were those conversations, Holly? How did you, you? Obviously, you mastered it. So, talk to us a little bit about how you did that. Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, last year, I would say 
probably about midsummer, at least in our region, we saw a reduction of inventory. And, you know, Cindy helped me with this as well, saying, okay, you know, let's look forward with big picture. Where do you want to be? Who do you want to target work with? And she really showed me too, that it was okay to say no to working with certain centers of influence. So what I mean by that is Todd's law of the bullseye talks about, you know, it should be a 10 to one ratio, not a one to 10 ratio. So I really did a lot of homework in the fall. Um, like I said, we kind of slowed down a little bit, you know, because we are coastal tight, we slowed down a little bit like in November. So a, a lot of homework in November into this are of researching who have I worked with? How much did I do with them realistically through my whole production? What percentages did those computers um, and, and then also to doing, you know, a penetration report to see how much volume are they doing in the market versus uh-huh. what I did with them. Uh-huh. So breaking it down very specifically and targeting the centers of influence realtors that I really wanted to work with. So it was an eye opener because I thought, you know, in certain circumstances that I did a lot of business with realtors that I thought I did, but I really didn't. So what I mean by that is. Yeah, it, Cindy helped open my eyes to that to say, you know, I, I thought I did a lot with them, but instead it was just busy work. Um, so knowing that it's okay if they're more producing not quality, but quantity, I want to target the realtors that have quality conversations and quality interviews with myself and the clients and mm-hmm. in increasing our conversion rate, which helps our hourly rate as well. You know, mm-hmm. get a client to a realtor that's going to convert their, their turn time from 60 days to 45 days or even 30 days. Why wouldn't you work them over somebody that's taking 90 to 120 days and, and then you have to keep maintaining that client relationship during that whole process? Mm-hmm. Instead, you can have a, a better client experience that they're getting into a house quicker or selling their house quicker and then maintaining that relationship on the back end. So really kind of starting there where I'd say, Cindy, I don't know about for you, but that's where we started our project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think also we looked at you know, diversifying your business. Mm -hmm. So not only who, but we also looked at, okay, what are other opportunities that are in front of her that, you know, is unique because, you know, inventory is low, refis are out there, but what what makes her unique? And so Mm -hmm. we also not just focused on who uh, and what, what, you know, who she was going to look at, but she looked at the opportunity for new construction. She is one of uh, just a few at Huntington that are approved to do uh, new construction uh, in her market, as mm-hmm. well as renovation loans. Mm-hmm. And so she has taken that and really brought that together with the list of who and and what else she has to offer. Mm-hmm. She does everything else, but mm-hmm. it makes her more unique. So really looking mm-hmm. at diversifying and, um, uh, you know, with that strategy. And then I think the other piece I wanted to add is um, really helping Holly uh, look at her personal brand. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Holly came to the table coaching she came confident and she came confident as a five-year veteran in the industry. Mm-hmm. Wonderfully, what, what we were able to do is as a coach and the experience I've had is to help her build her confidence and her mm-hmm. executive presence is what mm-hmm. I like to call it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she, yeah. she created a tagline. She's the Lakeshore lender. Uh, we even went as far to look at different <laughs> Lakeshore images that she could use. Um, she also changed her photo 
mm-hmm. you know, on her, on her, uh, all her material to a very mm-hmm. beautiful professional photo. And so, and, and then she just stands, she stands up bigger because she, mm-hmm. she's just more confident. Mm-hmm. So all those things were the strategy put into uh, 2020, why she did 45 million. Right. Yes, exactly. From right. from okay. from hovering in the $20 million range. So um, it, Holly, you mentioned a minute ago, your hourly rate. So where did you start and where are you now? I want to say it started, don't quote me, but I want to say it started at 46, six in my mind. And I'm at 175 now. Okay, fantastic. Very, very good. So it's almost what, four times? increase your hourly rate. That's beautiful. You know, you mentioned a minute ago, which I really don't want to pass this up is, and that is, you know, the the conversations that you were having with your referral partners, you mentioned that, you know, you thought you were doing a lot, a lot with them and you really kind of realized that it was just a lot of busy work until until you're start until you started having that deeper conversation. Um, And did you find that you were, you know, because of your core values and what you had established as to what your business plan is, what your client profile was, what your realtor profile is, do you feel as though you were interviewing them just as much as they may or may not have been interviewing you? That's a good question. I would say so. Yeah, I, I really shifted focus. Um, you know, go, coming through twenty 2020 twenty into twenty twenty one. Having, uh-huh. you know, I want to work with everybody. I want to work with everybody and, and taking what I can get versus being more selective to say, you uh-huh. know, this is who I really want to work with because they want right. to work with me. Um, you know, right. and Todd talks about that, that it's okay to not want to work with everybody. You know, work yes. with those that are going to click with you and those that respect you as a person in the industry and your profession and vice versa. You know, I used to have realtors that would refer me along with two other lenders. And and I told mm-hmm. Cindy this too, it's an opener for me as far as my confidence and just being 100% honest with these realtors that, mm-hmm. you know, when I refer you, I'm not referring you and two other realtors traditionally, unless they ask for multiple contacts, but I'm referring you because you're my partner and we built a high trust partnership plan together. So kind of going through the whole process of having that respect and and really trusting who you're working with, that they're going to put you up on a pedestal just like you put them up on a pedestal. So selecting, you know, who do you want to work with, then targeting the approach and interviewing them to make sure that they do align with what you think they align with and that you mm-hmm. want to work with them. Right. Yeah. And that, that makes, I think, all the difference. And I think that it is what lends itself it's what, it's what lends itself to having a client, a great client experience. If you and your part, your referral partner are in alignment with each other, with your core values, the way your customer experience, all of those things, that customer is going to have a VIP experience yeah. every from time. From start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from yeah. start to finish. Every well, time. And, and she took that and, you know, she had made a comment earlier that she, you know, had the confidence to say no to people to, to mm-hmm. a referral partner. So mm-hmm. Holly, you know, just sh- without saying any names, just share, <laughs> share that of, of that conversation. Yeah, even I, I, that. I had a couple of contacts that, you know, they would send me what I would consider always stuff that they just threw at the wall to see if it'd stick or, or and I do a, a very good job of a day one guarantee. So when I get you through pre love up, pre-letter, I want not only the buyer's agent, the listing agent to know that they're going to close unless there's for some unforeseen reason that by happenstance, we have an issue with the property nobody first saw. I don't mm-hmm. want to show up and, and provide pre-approval letter or something that's not going to close. So 
Um, you know, there, there were some realtors that didn't respect the pre-approval letter. They, you know, they would offer higher than what it was listed for, or they would only give me clients that just had a lot more work than what it was worth. And not that mm -hmm. we are not here to help clients. It's nothing against that, but we want to mm -hmm. be able to work with quality clients and, and have that professional, um, forthright going forth. They, you know, don't give me always the bottom clients that, you know, I'm not going to give you the bottom clients. Let's work as a team. Um, right. so really when you, when you look at that and you say, okay, you're only giving me the people that don't ever qualify because you have to give them somebody with that, that's not a relationship. That's a take, take yeah. relationship versus a give, take relationship. And it's okay to understand that that's all right. And, and to say, you know what, I, I appreciate you thinking, but I don't want to work with them or it's um, almost an insult when you say, Holly, you know, you're fighters in the industry, you've, you're an award winner in your, in your community and in your market, in your industry. Um, and it's almost an insult to be, you know, giving that kind of business, throwing that kind of business that that's not the profile of my client and being willing to. And I think one of the biggest things that Todd Duncan did for us is gave us permission to say no. I think, yeah. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's honestly, it's, it's, I don't know the right verbiage to say this, what I'm trying to say, but it's kind of refreshing uh -huh. to say, you know what, it's okay. I, I don't want to work with you yeah. if you're not going to respect me as a profession in, in what I stand for and what the quality of my applications and clients are. Um, yeah. That's okay. Well, yeah. and you took it one other step further, not just to outline, you know, uh, who you wanted to work with, but mm -hmm. you also gave them the opportunity that, you stood up as an advisor and said, this is the way that I do business. I require everyone to give me a, all their documentation and I do a full approval before I even put you put them in your car. So yeah. if that's not the way that you want to do with your clients and you want your clients just to go and drive around and look for stuff, that's that's not the customer experience that I want to give my clients. Mm -hmm. So she had that confidence to be able to stand sure. up to say this is because we we worked on it who's mm -hmm. your yeah. client who you know what do you you know what do you want to stand for what do you want your experience to be and mm -hmm. and she did it with the conversation and i i think was very respected by those agents mm -hmm. uh that she came about and, and yeah. did that yeah and i think i think that it probably kind of raised the bar for that agent's business as well and mm -hmm. you know to say you know because you can you know the cream will either rise to the top or it won't and yeah. so either they're going to rise and take their business to that level that you are operating in or not and if if not mm -hmm. that's certainly yeah. their prerogative and mm -hmm. um and and it's just not a fit for Holly Ingle yeah. yes yeah <laughs> and that's okay, okay so i can, okay um, do you want to say something else no, I was just going to say, in knowing that that's okay, if, if you don't yeah. mesh with everybody, that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We only want to do business with people that we really know, love, and trust. Yes? Yeah. Right. Okay. So we're coming up to the end. I can't believe we're coming up to the end of our time. So I do want to throw a little bit of a curveball for you both. So we'll, Holly, we'll start with you. If you'll complete this sentence for me, in my experience, the key to success in coaching is... I would say being open to critiquing, being 100% honest, you can't expect to develop yourself or, or go forward if you're not honest with where you're at. Um, I can't tell Cindy how many times I said I was afraid of doing something because I was afraid of failure. And, you know, so just knowing that, you know, Todd talks about our mindsets, that you have to have the right mindset and 
be acceptance to or have acceptability to being coached. Um, also being accountable, like Cindy talked about, and you know, you need to show up and have track of your metrics, know where you're at, know your numbers, know what's going well, what's not going well. Are things, you know, needing to be reset back your foundations and your core, your your iceberg. Um, mm-hmm. So really just kind of sticking with the plan and not doing it halfway, knowing that, you know, if you put forth hundred percent of the effort, your payback is going to be immense. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Holly. And that's very, very important. So that's great information. Um, so Cindy, you're up. Uh, When it comes to achieving excellence in business, what I know for sure is accountability, accountability Mm -hmm. to yourself, that when you have goals and dreams that you are continuing to be accountable to yourself, which can include coaching, because having that other person help you through that, you don't have to do it alone. So accountability to self and then accountability to others. When you go out and you are selling yourself and your service and you're promising people, you're telling them what you're going to do, your integrity is the most important thing. And so to be accountable that you deliver and you stand for what you say you're going to do is the key to success. Oh, that's phenomenal. And I'm going to leave it right there, Cindy. So I want to thank um, Holly. Thank you so much for making the time in your day to join us for Coaching Live today. Cindy, as always, thank you so much for everything that you do and all the value that you bring to our coaching division. Um, for those of you that are not in coaching, um, please, I'm inviting you. Cindy is inviting you. Holly is inviting you to schedule a free coaching consultation with one of our experts and find out all things coaching and how well, how we can help you win. And in the meantime, have an amazing week have an amazing day and make a difference good morning mike lloyd (laughs) canada all right thank you thank you again thank you very much thanks holly bye-bye